Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. Today is my chat with Colette. Can you introduce yourself and tell us what we're talking about today? Sure. Hi everyone. My name is Colette Rava. I am a residential real estate broker in the GTA and investor. And that's why Araceli and I like to speak and do this show because we love talking about real estate. So today we have uh, something that it's not that we get questions about it, but I always like to explain the difference between people who are selling or buying on their own and representing themselves versus why you really need a real estate agent and things you don't have to worry about when you have a realtor. And believe it or not, I actually did speak now that I'm thinking about it. I did speak to a client yesterday and she said, well, you're going to have to worry about all that now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's great. So, so there are people out there that understand, yeah. but we like to talk about it just to be clear on what a, a real estate agent or a realtor really does for you. So you don't have to be nervous or have that stress of the sale uh, because it is a it can be very emotional too. Of course. So um, I can tell you my experience. I'm not a realtor. I'm a real estate investor and buying properties and selling properties. It has its own little things. There's a lot of details that go into it. Um, I don't want to be bothered with it. Uh, I just want to make sure that I can find the right property and that I communicate that correctly to my realtor so they can find me the right property. And when I'm selling, communicate to the realtor exactly what I'm selling, why am I giving away, why can I negotiate and so on, and they will take care of the rest. I don't have to worry about all the little details. Exactly. So we, we've broken it down into about eight things, eight hurdles that you, you might, uh, uh, things will feel easier or it'll be easier if you do use a professional so we're going to go down the list and you probably just said about like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> so what is number one? But let's, yeah. let's just go over those. So what is number one? Well, number one is the big one. And I hear this all the time from my clients, which is negotiating and knowing how to negotiate, how to negotiate on your behalf, not for, you know, the greater good or for my commission, let's say. Um, there is also strategy behind negotiating. This in itself, I have gone to school, I've taken specific courses on negotiating, but ultimately it's personality, it's knowing how to read the other party. It's almost like uh, my friends don't want to play poker with me because I can sort of see what's going on. You know, like you, you have to ask the right question. So it's not magic, it's not uh, you know, some kind of hocus pocus, but negotiating is a thing that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Yep. So right there, you tell them, this is what I want. This is the bottom line. They negotiate on your behalf and they can have a better poker face to say, no, I'm not accepting that. Yeah. Or yes, I will do this, but I want something else. And they ask on your behalf. So it's actually wonderful. You, you, you really like to think that somebody would negotiate. I wish I had somebody to negotiate for me sometimes for other stuff like contractors or things like that. Because if I really want it, I'll be like, okay, yes, let's go ahead. But when it's not on my behalf, I'm negotiating on somebody else's behalf. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm a good, I think I'm a good negotiator. So that's number one. Um, yeah, so number two. Number two. Number two. You think, 
Okay, so the one thing is just that a lot of people look for. I don't look for it so much because normally when I sell properties, I'm not emotionally attached, but you need some emotional support and encouragement because some people is very emotional, is their house. Sometimes they have to leave because they're divorcing and they're very attached to the area, to the, the people that are around, to their surroundings, to what they're built with that house. So that is super important for the realtor to give you that perspective on why you're selling and to help you as well, you know, organize the house that looks the best. Uh, right. And, and even, you know, on either side. So buying is a whole other thing too. And that can be very emotional. So the other thing too, uh, sometimes I, I, kind of talk people out of it because I know this is not what they like. Let's say, for example, if you're an investor and you see you specifically want to fix your upper and you know your level of ability and then you have a buyer who actually wants to live in the house, but the house needs so much work. I'm a realist in that. I, I tell people, listen, you know, uh, I can see that you like the area and yes, location is everything, but can you spend another hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000, whatever the case may be, yeah on a renovation and live there like this is not for you yeah. so there so so realtors will actually give you not just emotional support but also very very good advice i'm sorry i don't even know if that's one of them but yeah. anyway so number three so number three is to staying on top of the paperwork that is so amazing because i don't like the little things to do better to have somebody that knows exactly what this means and click it or not click it because this is the thing that could get you in trouble or that you can lose power of negotiating right don't put it correctly so well, uh, yeah and i would like to say something further to that um because there are lawyers, so you can, in Ontario, and I, I don't know about the states, I think you don't have to use a lawyer in the states, in some states, uh, but in Canada, when you buy, uh, if you make a transaction, a real estate transaction, you must use a lawyer, and you both need independent counsel, so both seller and buyer need independent yep. counsel. So the whole thing is, and this goes on, like, so number three, so this is number four, knowing the law and how to keep you legally in the best position. So number three and four, really have something to do with one another um for example lawyers sometimes don't know how to write things in for your on your behalf because they are yes they are real estate lawyers but the way it's written sometime and i'm not putting lawyers down or putting them throwing them under the bus it's just something with real estate law and knowing what it's going to look like in front of a judge if it gets to that judge and how the paperwork looks so for example uh, I had somebody make a deal with someone, not on a legal document, but just a, uh, a very informal kind of, your lawyer is going to talk to my lawyer, and we're going to put something together. And yeah, they sign the bottom of it, but there's no dates. There's They, they have extensions. The extensions weren't written on proper forms, and then they missed their deadlines. So now there is a deposit of quite a substantial amount in trust with one of the lawyers. Uh, the buyers failed to continue on with the process. So they have the, the paperwork, they have the dates, but for whatever reason, they didn't continue with the money. So they were supposed to do more deposits or they were supposed to close at a certain date, 
and that date came and went. They gave them an extension. That extension came and went. The lawyer wrote them a letter to say, hey, uh, we're going to assume that you don't want to continue. But guess what? In a court of law, that other party didn't respond. So now what? What happens? So for me, it makes me very, very uncomfortable to think like there is hearsay. And to say we assume that you are no longer interested, uh, that's not lawful <laughs> as far as I know. So when it comes to paperwork and knowing the law three and four, that has something to do like they both go hand in hand. So, um, so yes, be very, very aware of that. And then, uh, understand it and have a realtor explain that paperwork to you before you sign anything. So that if your realtor doesn't explain things to you and say, Oh, you know, just trust me, don't worry. This is a boilerplate kind of document. No, I never say that. I go through every page. It's maybe, what is it? A 10 page document. Yeah. And the thing is, even if it, the majority of the clauses are a boilerplate, you still have special clauses or things that is, are specifically to you that you want or you don't want to leave, especially like if you want to leave something or take something, you want right. to specify it because that could be a problem. Yeah, uh, for you. So you gotta be understand and talk to your realtor so they understand as well what you're taking and what you're leaving. Right. So it is very clear to the buyer. So. So that's the difference between chattels and fixtures. And honestly, a lot of people don't know and they get confused and they really don't understand. Oh, but what a, what's a light bulb, <laughs> for example? So things like that, you have to be very clear and you have to understand. Um, like I'll, I'll give you an example of that uh, bathroom mirror. So bathroom mirror that is hanging on the wall with a nail that can be removed without anything, without any tools is the same, like any sort of picture frame happens all the time where the, where, where the, yeah. uh, the people who want to buy don't go through the house and they don't specify on the agreement. I want this. I want this. I want this. And sometimes even kitchen islands, you have to write in. Because you think, oh, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, you yeah. can remove it without a tool. You got to write it in. Yeah, so that's, okay. that's the best thing that you don't have to worry about it if you have a realtor because they will specify and they will ask you if you forget about it. They'll, they'll right. go through it. With right, you. exactly. So so uh, three and four paperwork and knowing the law. So number five. five it's understanding the local market and the culture of the area. This is super important, especially if you don't know the area where you move into. If you're, uh, let's say you're moving because of work and now you have to buy in a location that you have no idea, you definitely want to have a realtor because they will steer you away from the areas that are not good for you. Right, and if you uh, don't know, um, there are still unsavory areas to live in <laughs> maybe not for the reasons that you're thinking but maybe there is um a slaughterhouse not too far away maybe you're only going to smell the things from the power plant or from the the water treatment plant that you don't normally want to smell on a nice sunny day so <laughs> there are all these things that you really need to know the local area that you're moving into and knowing the good and the bad so Yes, there's crime everywhere. Yes, there is, you know, things that are unforeseen and you don't know. Apparently right now, uh, for example, 
uh, car theft is huge in Ontario. So it doesn't really matter. So things like that you have no control over. But anyway, yes, absolutely get a local agent that knows the area as best as possible. And schools too, that's really important to a lot of people. If they're moving in for a school, like you said, a school area or for work. Yep. Um, and then number and parts and all of that kind of stuff. Because some people have different needs. And if that is important to you, then you may want to be closer to an area that has specific amenities. Right. Yeah. And people change too. I'm getting to the point of, I just want to walk everywhere. I want to go grocery shopping. I want to walk or take a bike. I don't want to drive everywhere. It's, you know, gas is expensive, whatever the reason is. But if I can get away with uh, doing that, then I'm going to look into areas that I can walk to my, my local everything, you know, grocery store, um, community center, everything. Right. So, so yeah, that's very, very important. Yeah. Um, So number six. Number six is marketing your home effectively to get the most buyers. This is something that if you're going to sell it yourself, you're not going to know where to go. Um, Most realtors already have a list of buyers. So they already know people who are looking to buy or to sell in a specific area. So you want to take advantage of that. Brokerage, uh, they advertise their listings which right. is going to give you the most exposure. So you don't have to worry about that. Your realtor will take care of that. Right. And there are lots of different ways to market too. So uh, if somebody says, oh, I'm going to just do um, open houses. Yeah, that's not marketing your house. That's marketing for themselves. Um, <laughs> so you have to be really careful about that. If they say, yes, I'm going to market your house, like you, they have to use the right words. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to market your house. So I'm not going to go through that. But they're, you know, the, the more they can tell you about that, the better uh, the chances are that you will get top dollar. And there's also strategy behind the marketing. So don't think, oh, I'm just going to put an ad here or a billboard or whatever it is. There is strategy behind it. And that actually, all these sort of go hand in hand because the marketing also goes with the local market and the culture of the area. So if they know, uh, you know, there, there are tons of people that go to, let's say, a farmer's market in that area and that realtor is willing to sit there and hand out flyers for you i know it's a kind of a lame example but that hyper local market where they get to know you they get to Uh the realtor but they also get to know that the house is on the market not everybody's online like this is the other thing too there's a huge percentage of people looking at homes through online especially if they're out of the area but if you think that the, you know, another realtor too, actually, I don't even know if that's on the list. Um, when it comes to researching the demographics of the area, they can see so much of who who your potential buyer is going to be. So that's not really information that the general public will even know how to find. But that's all the tools that we have given to us to know the demographics, to know the schools, to know the areas of where your house is and how to market it the best to yeah. those buyers that are actually qualified buyers, not exactly. people that, well, I would, I would love to be in that area. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, that, that is not how it works. Okay. Yeah. So, so, number, so number seven is managing home inspections and know what to ask for and look for. So a realtor can really help you steer away 
you know what you should do before the inspection to make sure that you pass it and you don't have to go back and forth uh so and also like the other thing too having a knowledgeable realtor the the home inspector will say this is wrong this is wrong this needs work this needs work but somebody who's been in the business and actually has a background let's say like mine or like Araceli's that that we actually have uh, renovated houses before that we can give you a ballpark of what that's going to cost to fix and that's when you can walk away if you write that clause in that you have to pass inspection home inspection that's when you can say hey listen you know the roof is falling down uh, it's going to cost me whatever twenty thousand dollars you either take that off of the purchase price or you ask them to participate in the in the repair or the the you know new roof or whatever it is but those are the things, once you have that home inspection report in your hand, what do you do with it? That realtor will be your guide to say, these are the numbers. Do you want this headache even? Maybe to put the addition on that's going to cost, you know, $500,000 and it's going to cost, and it's going to take two years for <laughs> the city to get permits. Do you want that? Do you want that? Yeah, no, no, we want to uh, be the most effective. And that's why having a realtor managing all of these things for you would take so many headaches, especially if you're not familiar with rehabbing houses or anything at all in a house. So, And you know what? We forgot one big one on there. All right. So what was that? And, and it just sort of came into my head. Maybe, maybe it falls under one of these, but the, the one thing about knowing not just the law, but also the city. So if you're planning on buying a house to do, that's what jogged my memory, to think like, okay, if I want to do an addition or if I want to, I need the city for a permit for something, even a window or whatever it is, that realtor should be able to make a phone call to say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, this property, what do you think? Can I, can I add a window or what it, would it take to do an addition? All these things before you make the purchase price. Yes, things move really quickly in real estate, but it's a phone call. You can usually get somebody from the, depending on the city, obviously too, from the building department to say, hey, this is the address. Could you do a quick search for me? Is there any markers on this house that you can tell me that, you know, it's not allowed for whatever reason? So that, you know, sorry. Okay. So we're up to eight now. <laughs> And I, I think this is a big one too, because it's managing expectations. So yes. when you're selling your house or when you're buying a house is different, right? So when you're buying a house, normally you want to get the lowest price. When you're selling the house, you want to get highest the, price. Yeah, the highest price or the, and, and you know, that's what we all want. And remember if you are, it's your home, uh, you are more emotionally attached so obviously you want to have the biggest price possible so that's why it's important for to have a realtor to give you a really good and accurate uh report of comparables on what you can expect to sell the property and give you tips to maximize that but so. there's also something else it's not always just about money so so sometimes what happens in in every market either it's a buyer or seller market doesn't really matter because sometimes someone on one side or the other will ask for an extension, let's say, just for, for an, a, a, an example that people don't really think about. Yes, we think about price, we think about you know fixtures and chattels and things like that. But when it comes to, okay, so if they ask for an extension, what do I do? 
So that expectation, you, you have to manage that expectation with your buyer or seller, because if they say, hell no, I need to get that money and I need to get going and this and that, and I have all my ducks in a row and the mover is going to come in the, you know, at this time. Yeah. Um, but to have someone explain to you what happens if you don't give the, the extension or what happens if you do give the extension and it's not like, oh, I'm just going to end up with, you know, the, I get to keep the deposit that doesn't happen all the time. Like it just, it doesn't, yeah. it's not that clean. It's not that hundred percent. Exactly. And every circumstance is different. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you need to have your realtor explaining what happens if I do this or what happens if the other party does this, uh, how can we negotiate, uh, you right. know, going back to the same thing. Can we negotiate something in order to make it work for both of us and so right. on? So that so is actually, what I'm I, laughing. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm that, laughing because I was just thinking of a buyer that I that this is years and years ago that a buyer is like, we've changed our mind. <laughs> we don't want to sell anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and funny enough, like everything turned out fine. They find it's just emotional. It just goes back to that emotional support and encouragement and say, you know what? Life will be much better. Like you just you just have to have faith. This is this is your you know, this is your path. If you really think that you made a mistake, you're going to be paying a lot for it. Oh, and, yeah. you know, go back to your why. Why do you want to do this? You want to have a better life. You want to have less stress. You want to have a, you know, a manageable property. Let's say, you know, the property was too hard to upkeep. Yeah. So all these things, like, unfortunately, sometimes realtors have to remind you, <laughs> this is why you decided, you decided to sell, not me, is yeah. your decision. And this is why, and you just have to have faith. So yes, absolutely. Number eight. Wonderful. Yes. We yeah, totally have to manage. <laughs> so just to summarize, you know, if you are working with a realtor, there's lots of things, but the major things that they will help you with is number one, negotiating on your behalf. The second one would be your emotional support and encouragement. Number three will be staying on top of all the paperwork that is required which also goes hand in hand with number four, which yes. is knowing the law, because that they want to make sure that the paperwork matches to what you want. Uh, and number five is understanding the local market. Super important with somebody that is looking to buy in an area that not familiar with. So you gotta be having somebody that knows the area. Number six, they're gonna market your property so you can sell it as quickly as possible for what the conditions, the price, and everything that you want. Uh, number seven will be managing all the home inspections and anything else that goes around it and advise you on what to do depending on what comes out of that. And number eight, it will manage all your expectations. What if something changes and what? how is that going to affect you and how you can negotiate something on your behalf. So that's all we have for you today. So I hope that helps you. And remember, if you are selling or buying, the best thing that you can do is have an experienced realtor in the area that you're buying. It will save you so many headaches. So I love it. Thank you. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. now, you know. <laughs> now, you know, so if you need anything else or if you know, we had something that we didn't discuss that you don't know if a realtor does it or not. Just put it in the chat and we'll make a video for you. Thank and keep you so the much. questions. 
keep the questions coming. We love the comments. We love the the follows. So please Absolutely. follow and, uh, and subscribe so you don't miss any of the weekly chats. So we'll okay. see you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.